Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Noah Michelson, and I'm the head of HuffPost Personal. And I'm Raj, the head of identity content at HuffPost. Welcome to Am I Doing It Wrong? The show that explores the all-too-human anxieties we have about trying to get our lives right. So Raj, this week we are figuring out, are we doing getting ready for bed wrong? And I'm wondering how badly you think you're doing it. I mean, I think it's pretty bad. I have this theory (laughs) that there's a time and a world between when you get into bed and when you actually fall asleep. And mine is pure chaos. It's like scrolling through TikTok, looking at cat videos, buying stuff on Amazon, trying to get laid. Like none of it, I feel like, is what you're supposed to be doing to get to sleep. I have a hunch that you're right. And I feel the same way. I'm eating right before bed. I'm on my screens before bed. And it's probably not good for us. But luckily, it's not up to us because we have Lindsay Holmes. She's a senior editor here at HuffPost, and she's going to help us do getting ready for bed better. Can't wait. Hi, Lindsay. It's good to have you. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So I wanted to start with this episode of an Amy Schumer show that I saw and all these people are in a waiting room and they're going to see a doctor and he comes out and he's like, why are you here? And they're all like, we can't sleep. And he's like, okay, here's what you need to do. Stop looking at your screens an hour before bed. And everyone's like, nope. Like, can I just get (laughs) surgery? Is there like a drug I can take? He's like, how about just 10 minutes? They're like, no. And I feel that like Mm -hmm. my routine before bed is I love to watch House Hunters, especially House Hunters International. And then I want to spend 20 minutes in bed looking at my phone. But that's probably not a good idea. Sadly, no. (laughs) (laughs) Although I don't think it's as bad as you believe it is. Oh, okay. This is good news. Yes. So I think um, part of the issue when it comes to screens before bed is more of the content we're consuming. The blue light and everything that comes with that in terms of messing with your sleep is is not great. But I think half of the equation that a lot of people don't talk about is the content that we're consuming when we're scrolling social media right before we fall asleep. A lot of Instagram posts and other news stories and just headlines that we see as we're scrolling, even on TikTok, can be anxiety provoking or cause comparison. I know last night, right before I went to bed, I was looking at my Instagram feed and a lot of my friends were posting from their weekend and I was comparing my weekend to theirs. And I was like, oh, did they have more fun than me this weekend? (laughs) So I think that that's a huge part of it is the content you consume, not just the actual act of consuming or looking at your screen. Okay. So what about ASMR? That's my thing. (laughs) I, I like to do like a good 30 minutes of like makeup ASMR and it makes me feel beautiful and joyous inside. Okay. That's amazing. I also love ASMR and um, I try and listen to an audio version instead of staring at my phone because they do have that on Spotify. But although that would be a little bit difficult 
to do, obviously, if you're watching a makeup tutorial or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the visuals are really relaxing, mm-hmm. too. I think it's they're a very personal thing, but yes. I find it really relaxing. Yes. Um, there isn't a lot of research on ASMR, unfortunately. I think there needs to be more. Yeah. Um, but that is a very sleep-inducing mode of content. So <laughs> it's, it's really hard to say. Um, I know that the blue light of your screens can be damaging for your sleep. That's what I've heard so much about. So that's the thing. This is kind of blowing my mind because when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about just the blue light, like just having a screen in front of me. That's what's causing me to not get good sleep. Mm -hmm. But now that you're saying actually the content itself and how that's emotionally affecting me also might be damaging. That is crazy to me. Yeah. I think it's le- it's not talked about as much. We hear so many things about the blue light coming from our screens because there have been so many studies on it. But I think it's a combination of both. If you're consuming content that's going to make you anxious or that's going to put your brain in overdrive in some way, even if it's good content. For example, say you're watching Suits and you are really, really into it and it ends on a really anxiety-provoking cliffhanger and you want to keep watching, that's obviously going to be bad for your sleep. But if you're watching House Hunters and it's really (laughs) relaxing or you're watching ASMR and that is calming you down before you go to bed, I think personally, I think that's less damaging. And I think that a lot of focus tends to be on one thing or the other when it's really a combination of the two. I mean, I do believe there's harm reduction when it comes to this kind of thing, right? Like maybe Mm -hmm. you could turn the light down on your phone a little bit, on your phone screen a little bit. Okay, what about... Either of you ever thought about getting the blue light blocking glasses? Like, that seems like a step too far for me. I'm not going to purchase those, and I can't imagine wearing them in bed. But do those actually work? Okay, I have them. I have do you? Them. Yeah. I'm currently wearing some. Okay. <laughs> I, I think they do work. Um, the more we reduce the blue light that we consume, the easier it is on our eyes, the easier it is for our circadian rhythm. Um, There are a ton of studies that say that the blue light can do a bunch of damaging things to your sleep. It can obviously mess with your circadian rhythm. It can reduce the amount of melatonin that your brain naturally produces. Mm -hmm. It's also been shown that blue light can affect your REM cycle, which is really important for sleep. It helps you with cognitive functioning, which obviously we need in our day-to-day lives. Mm. So it's not great. And blue light glasses definitely help with that. I think that I've noticed a difference when I use them, but obviously it's up to every single person in terms of what they're willing to do in order to practice harm reduction. This is like anecdotal research that my optometrist told me about, but there's about 5% of people who get nauseous after wearing the blue light glasses for like an hour. And that's me so like i believe you know, it puking or not sleeping like which is <laughs> pick your poison pick <laughs> pick which kind of suffering you would prefer to yeah. have <laughs> let's get into some of our habits that happen often during the latter part of the day talk to me about caffeine intake mm-hmm. i mean mm. many of us like to do a little afternoon pick me up is that affecting our sleep it depends on what time you consume your afternoon pick me up Experts say that you should probably cut caffeine out between four and six hours before you go to sleep. So that depends on your bedtime, obviously, and everyone is different. I prefer to do it six hours before bed just because I can be pretty sensitive to caffeine. It really depends on your caffeine sensitivity and when you go to sleep. But ideally, the sweet spot is four to six hours. I think we're thinking about tolerance too, right? Like I Mm -hmm. have a pretty high tolerance for caffeine. I drink really strong coffee. So I think mine, my my window might be like a little shorter. Yeah, maybe try four. Yeah. (laughs) 
And also other things too, like sodas or other mm-hmm. drinks. I think sometimes you're just like, oh, don't have a coffee before bed. But if you just right. had a Coke, like mm-hmm. that has a ton of caffeine as well. Yeah. 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 I think your tolerance for caffeine um, definitely plays a role here. And I've I've forgotten that. I'll get a soda sometimes with dinner and drink it. And then I can't fall asleep until midnight. I'm like, hmm. Why do we why do we think that is? And Apparently it's chocolate I, too, right? Yeah. It has some caffeine in it, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely consuming chocolate before bed. Like right, right before most bed. People, yeah. A lot of I wouldn't say most people, but a, a lot of people are. And they may not know that it's affecting their sleep. Yeah. It's interesting too, because like my mom, she can't have caffeine after noon, like literally wow. twelve mm-hmm. o'clock. Otherwise she won't sleep at night. So I think it it is it depends on who you are, how your mm-hmm. body metabolizes it. it. It might be really different for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, let's while we're on the topic of imbibing, let's talk about my favorite thing, <laughs> my little nightcap that I like to have just to, to be safe, like three to four nights a week on a good week. Yeah, I'm also into happy hours and nighttime <laughs> drinking. I have a sleep tracker and any time that I drink at night. I check my stats the next morning and it's basically like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. And I, I could feel like I have a really good night's sleep, but the tracker tells me otherwise. And a lot of that is because alcohol actually increases your heart rate while you're sleeping. Your mm. body is trying to metabolize the alcohol. It's trying to burn it off. So your body is working to get that out of your system. And so while you may be sleeping, you are actually like your heart rate rises a little bit. It's and doing work. It's, yeah. yeah. And your sleep quality obviously decreases when that happens. So a nightcap might seem like a good idea. makes you, you know, makes you a little sleepy, makes you relaxed. But then as your body is burning it off overnight, it's actually not giving you the quality rest that you need, which is unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, I hate to sound like a lush, but like sometimes I'll have one drink and sometimes I'll have two to three if I'm like mm-hmm. socializing or yeah, whatever. Of course. And the quality of sleep is always different. Oh, like yeah. When I have two to three, I'll like wake up at five and be like cranky and dehydrated mm-hmm. and then like try to go back to sleep. But one just feels like a hug from a friend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true too when you think about, you know, obviously people think about drinking a lot and then blacking out mm-hmm. and then just sleeping. But like you're saying, like that kind of sleep is not the same as getting good sleep. Yeah. Right. Which is that's like death sleep. Yeah. Right. right. Two very different things. But I had no idea about that either, about mm-hmm. your heart rate increasing and that lot. could just yeah. be me, but I the insights that I get from my tracker right. give a general guide to people. And that is one of the things that I'm constantly getting is, oh, it looks like your heart rate was elevated last night. Did you have drinks before bed? Did you eat a heavy meal oh before God, bed? Oh my God, so shamey. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's talk about that too, because I don't drink a ton during the week, but I love like a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch before oh. bed. Do you all eat before bed? And is it bad for us? Especially when it comes to food. I never want to say that eating is bad, especially when you are really craving something or you need to eat before you go to sleep. Sometimes that's just reality of life. Mm. Um, So I wouldn't ever stress so much about that. However, if you are able to eat at least, I think experts kind of say 30 minutes to an hour before bed, that's not too terrible. It it's like going affect, swimming. Right, right. Yeah, think of it like going swimming. Um, it doesn't affect you too much. Um, and some places say that things that are heavier in carbs um, might be more difficult for your body to process overnight. But I think, again, it's dependent on the person and a time frame is much easier to stick to. So an hour or 30 minutes before bed, I wouldn't say is 
the worst thing in the world. That's also me personally. There are some nights that I get home from work and I'm busy doing things, you know, around the house, taking care of our dog, all of these things. And I look at the clock and it's 8.30 and I'm panicked because I haven't eaten dinner yet. I'd like to get in bed by 10 and it's just, it's not possible sometimes. So I think you shouldn't focus on that too, too much. Enjoy your cereal, Noah. (laughs) Out of the things I eat right before bed are way more devious than that. It's like nachos with pickles on them. Like the the shit I eat before bed gives me nightmares. Like I, like I swear to God, I just get really creative. Spicy food is known to induce dreams or nightmares. I definitely Mm -hmm. have some fucked up dreams sometimes. Especially, and we'll definitely segue into this, but like sometimes I'll smoke weed before I go to sleep. That makes me sleep really well, mm-hmm. uh, but it does make me eat like very weird things. Not make me, it doesn't, you know, put me in chokehold, but you know what we're talking about. The munchies are real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it tastes so good. And it's like, I'm just like feeling really good. But yeah, I think it's the things you're eating too. Like I yeah. should transition into like a bowl of cereal. I do want to ask about weed though. Yeah. I think many of us are casual evening smokers, especially because the world is crazy and our mm-hmm. jobs are stressful sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 6, 7, 8 p.m., light a little something up or, you know, have a little gummy. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about how that affects our sleep. So actually, weed kind of just the opposite of what alcohol and nicotine yes. and winning. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's particularly helpful for people with mental health disorders, with chronic pain disorders. Obviously, uh, you know, even recreational use, there have been some studies linked to yeah. weed and CBD, even to helping with sleep. The only caveat is that if you are a long-term user and have been either increasing or just have been doing it pretty consistently over an extended period of time, I don't know the exact period of time, but there have been studies that say long-term use can eventually damage your sleep because you build up a tolerance. Sure. And that can eventually lead to disruptions in your circadian rhythm. It leads to longer sleep latency, which is the amount of time it takes you to fall asleep, all that. So then you're needing more to get the same effect. So that is the only downside, unfortunately. But overall, it seems to be a lot better for Mm, people than some of our other (laughs) I'm an anxiety girly. and (laughs) Fully team anxiety. And it's been very helpful. Just a little bit. I microdose, though. Mm -hmm. That's all I really need. Yeah. I think with all these things, we have to think about our tolerance level and like what our body is trying to tell us. Yeah. Health in general and sleep is not one size fits all. Mm. So what I'm able to tolerate is going to be different than what the two of you are going to be able to tolerate. And how we approach getting ready for bed should be looked at in the same way. How my routine is, is going to be completely different than someone else's. And at the end of the day, if you feel like you're getting quality sleep and you feel you're refreshed when you wake up in the morning, then that's what matters. Yeah. (laughs) Do either of you use melatonin or other sleep aids like that? And and is that a good idea, do you think? Mm -hmm. I don't. You have. have, Yes. Not consistently, but there have been nights when I just feel like I'm too crazed and can't calm down or that I'm not tired and I just want some help Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I have used um, melatonin. And I've used Advil PM or any sort of Tylenol PM, anything like that, where it's if I, you know, say I had a really tough workout and I'm really sore and I 
have wanted some sleep, I've definitely used those before. It's not recommended to do it long term, mm -hmm. but every once in a while, I don't believe it's a problem. I'm not a doctor, so please consult your physician. <laughs> right. Um, you know what? The Tylenol PM and the Advil PM knocks me the hell oh, out same. in 10 minutes. It is so good. Same. But the more natural stuff, I've, I've tried a lot of this stuff. Like the melatonin doesn't work on me. So my doctor told me for those, if you want to do something natural, valerian root is another one that oh, works for people who don't really process the melatonin gummies hmm. and things like that. But, you know, the natural stuff is cool. I think it's largely also you have to believe in it yeah. because I just don't do as much natural stuff. I'll take it and then be like, I'm not sleepy yet. I'm not sleepy yet. <laughs> <laughs> is it working? Is it working? It's been five minutes. <laughs> exactly. So I'm hard on that stuff. I, I love love me the drugs safe, <laughs> safely. Yeah. Right. I guess the idea is, is that we want to be trying to do whatever we can to not have to rely on it. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... One of the things I wonder about is exercising before bed, because I think a lot of people think, oh, well, it's going to tire you out. You're going to mm -hmm. just like fall into bed and fall straight to sleep. I don't know if that's true. I work out in the morning, but I Same. have wondered sometimes like, should I do my workouts at night? Is that a good idea? So that is also dependent on your schedule and your life. I, overall, the answer is probably no, unless it's something calming and relaxing like yoga. I think yoga before bed is a great way to kind of wind your mind and body down. Hit workouts, I would say you should probably avoid those before you go to bed because right. it puts your body under stress. Um, your adrenaline is pumping. It takes a long time for you to kind of come down and unwind. Um, not only that, but your body temperature is a lot higher doing more high intensity workouts. And we have to have an ideal body temperature to really fall asleep well and sleep well, um, which experts say that's 68 degrees in your environment. And if your body is overheated, then that makes it really hard for, you know, things to cool down and fall asleep. So it's not recommended to do more high intensity activities. Really depends on the type of exercise. Now, there's a caveat to that, <laughs> as with all things in health and wellness, unfortunately. Um, exercise in general is great for sleep. So the more consistently you move your body, the more likely you are going to have a regular optimal sleep schedule. So if you are a person who works full time, who is parenting, who is just someone living in 2023 and you don't have the time to exercise in the morning or in the afternoon and the nighttime is the only time when you can squeeze it in, that's fine. Um, I would just say that if it's a high intensity type of exercise than to wait maybe like an hour before you try and go to bed. I wouldn't do it. And then immediately hop into your sheets. <laughs> so if Raj is training for the American Ninja Warrior, <laughs> <Which probably>... I am. <laughs> <laughs> then wait. maybe wait before you go to bed. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just thinking about how hype I get when I do like CrossFit mm -hmm. and ridiculous things like yeah, that. Totally. Like I can't come down for like an hour. Like Right. I'm, right. Yeah. Definitely. Psychologically. Just, <laughs> yeah. Definitely have to give yourself kind of a, a wind down period if you're going to do that. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Raj, what is the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I want to tell everyone I would go for a run or something, but I would probably just use it for sleep. I thought you were going to say have a martini. Mm, That's a good one. But I know a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, for what? If time was unlimited, how would you want to use it? Honestly, the best way to find time in your schedule for that special thing is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can be very useful here. It can help you find what matters most to you so you can do more of it. You know how we feel about therapy on this show. Mm -hmm. It can be beneficial for everybody. It can empower you to be the best version of yourself and help you define your priorities in life. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, BetterHelp is a good option. It's entirely online, so it's really convenient. And it offers flexibility so you can make it fit into your busy schedule. You just have to fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash doing it wrong today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash doing it wrong. Welcome back to Am I Doing It Wrong? All right, so we've talked a lot about behaviors we should kind of leave behind when we're trying to get our best sleep. But imagine you're, you you want to be this like A-plus student. What would your routine look like? What are you doing in the hours before you go to bed in order to get that good, good? <laughs> that good, good sleep. <laughs> I would say if you are aiming for perfection, you ideally would cut out screen time 30 minutes before you go to sleep. Maybe read a physical copy of a book. <gasps> wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Shop your local bookstore and read a physical book. I would also make sure that your sleep space is comfortable. It's cool. Um, you aren't feeling constricted by anything. And that, you know, all distractions are kind of cleared out of your room. Um, I would say no alcohol, nicotine, or anything like that before going to sleep. Maybe avoid a heavy meal before bed. Do some gentle stretching. That always kind of primes your mind and body for sleep. And the key here is if you go to sleep, you do say you do all of these things, you lay down, turn off your lights, and you still can't fall asleep. Within, I would say, 20 to 30 minutes, I would get out of bed, leave your bedroom, and go do something that is also calming and relaxing, preferably without screens, and just mentally separate yourself from that space because the more that your brain starts to associate your bed with not falling asleep, the harder it is going to be to fall asleep. This is a really good point. And I feel like my mom told me this, but that would be weird when I tell you what I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Somebody told me that your bed should only be for sleeping, reading, and having sex. Yep. And you shouldn't be like watching TV in there. You shouldn't Mm -hmm. be eating in there. You shouldn't be building a ship in a bottle in there like (laughs) 
yeah. working. That's all you should, yeah, you shouldn't be doing your work. I don't have a TV in my bedroom. Me either. Me either. Yeah. yeah. I, for the yeah for that same reason I would get so distracted I would just lie in bed and rot and watch one million episodes of anything on TV <laughs> this is why when I watch house hunters and they always want like a huge bedroom I'm like why you're in there to sleep you're not, you're not even taking advantage of it <laughs> right. like you want all that square footage in the living room or right. your den or whatever. Ideally, your bedroom should be like a womb, right? Yeah. Like it shouldn't have much <laughs> in it. It should be kind of like just really nurturing and not be busy. Mm-hmm. I think the the more calming your space is, the more relaxed you feel when you walk in there, the greater probability that you're going to set yourself up for a good night's sleep. I also want to mention too, I didn't include this in my list, but I personally enjoy this is a white noise machine and setting that mm. up. Mm. Sometimes I set it up for a few minutes before I go to sleep because I think that helps kind of prep my mind and body for rest. And it also drowns out any potential background noises, anything, you know, car horns. We live in New York City, so we have a lot of those, (laughs) you know, that kind of stuff. I think that white noise can really, really help, too. There's also a white noise machine on your iPhone, I think. There is, yes. Which people probably don't know, but you don't have to buy a machine. It's somewhere in your settings. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I have to ask, because you mentioned sex. Yeah. Sex is a great drug-free way to get sleepy. Should we Mm -hmm. not be having athletic sex before (laughs) sleep? (laughs) I mean... Missionary? Like, what? what (laughs) I want to say you do whatever Sorry, the hell you want to do. Like quiet, gentle sex. <laughs> if that's going to calm you down. Right. Um, or you can have whatever kind of sex you want 30 minutes before you go to sleep. And then you just <laughs> slowly calm down after that. Okay. Right. So I'm set a timer. Yeah. No, okay. I think sex is a good idea. Yeah, I think so too. With yourself or with someone else. Right. Any, an orgasm is probably going to oh, be always a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's a stress reliever, and you don't want to be stressed when you go to sleep. What about how cold are your all's rooms? Mm. I want it cold. This is divisive. This is divisive. This, yeah, this is. So I, I'm a hot sleeper. Uh huh. I you prefer. Are a hot sleeper. Yes, I <laughs> prefer a chillier room. With enough blankets or covers, although this is another divisive topic, but I don't sleep with a top sheet. I like a, a heavier blanket because I like my room cold and I like falling asleep with actually a ceiling fan on too or mm. any kind of fan. Um, the ideal, like I said before, the ideal temperature for sleep is around 68 degrees Fahrenheit. So I try and make it as close to that as possible. 68 is a little cold, but... It is. It's uh, cozy. That's not cold enough for me. Okay, this gets complicated because if you have a partner too, like usually it's. Oh yeah, yeah. I do, and so yes. he sleeps under like a down comforter. Mm-hmm. We also have a dog who's in bed, which we can get to dogs mm-hmm. or cats in a minute. But I'm so hot, so I'm just under the top sheet or nothing. Even in the winter, like I'm so hot, and he is like wrapped up like a mummy. <laughs> yeah, and um. It is a little, we get into some fights about it because mm. he would like it warmer and I just can't do it. Most couples say these kinds of things to me and I'm like, is this like why, like something about why we're attracted to each other with just like very different body temperatures? <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I feel like my husband and I have a pretty similar sleep preference, but we're both tall people. He's like a furnace and we also have a dog in our bed who is 61 pounds. So right. it is really warm. So I have to have a lot of cooling factors to help me sleep properly. You need one of those sharper image, like personal cooling systems. Yes. yes. <laughs> like I actually just need to lay on an entire bed of ice. A of slab of ice. <laughs> totally. Wait, Raj, do you have a pet? I don't even know. I do. I have a really adorable cat okay. and she likes to sleep in the bed. And I do have to say 
that she finds like it's a different position every night. It's a different place every night. And sometimes I don't want to move her when she's like in between my legs and looking like she's dreaming about sex. So, <laughs> yeah. And that's so I like kind of adjust myself and wake up really sore. Like talk to me about I'm bad for this, right? <laughs> if we want to talk about what the science says, it's actually pretty um, split on this. Okay. Again, <laughs> like everything else, um, some studies have said that it actually is beneficial to sleep with your pets because they are a stress reliever. Yeah. And as we've talked about, controlling stress is so critical when it comes to getting a good night's rest. So if having your cat in your bed is a stress reliever at night, it helps you wind down. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong for this because, like I said, my mm -hmm. dog sleeps with us and he takes up the entire king bed as if it's his. And I'm sleeping on a tiny, tiny corner of the bed that we call the edge of glory <laughs> because it truly <laughs> it's just edge. the glory the glory is cuddling with our dog but yeah. the edge is real <laughs> no i mean the bitch purrs she's yeah. so perfect yeah. they're so happy oh my god usually pets i mean not everyone's pet is like this but a lot of pets really just love being close to their humans yeah. and that helps them sleep better and that makes me happy knowing that so i have definitely sacrificed hours of sleep since we have started sleeping with our dog in our yeah. bed. We tried really, really hard to do many other methods and it just never worked. And I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's I'm the guilty too, right? too. Yeah. yeah. We have a 65 pound pit mix. And same thing. Like, Aww. I don't want to move him. He's so precious. My boyfriend's like, he's a dog. Move him. <laughs> and I don't. No. But I think one thing you can do if you can afford it or you have the room is get a bigger bed. Yeah. Like, we have we have a full size bed right now. Oh, which oh that is, is tight. a struggle. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we're going to upgrade at some point. Not everyone can, though. But Right. No, because bedrooms are sm so small in New York City and mm. like many places. Yeah. But my dream is to have a king bed and like more cats. Yes. I will say, as someone on the king bed side, it gets a little better, but it's still a struggle. Okay, that's good to know. Because <laughs> I have just like fantasies about how how amazing I'll be and my life will be once I get a king side. Yeah. Bed. I mean it will it will make a difference, but you, you might still end up on the edge of glory. <laughs> I feel like what I'm learning here is that there is, like you said earlier, Lindsay, no one size fits all right. way to do this. And you have to decide what your priority is. Right. And maybe your priority is your dog sleeping with you, or maybe it's that bowl of cinnamon toast crunch <laughs> or nachos with pickles or whatever it is. And like, or that cocktail. Mm -hmm. And so maybe you're not going to sleep as well as you would without it, but maybe that doesn't matter to you. Right. And I would honestly say the same for screens to an extent. Mm. Going back to what we were saying earlier about the content that we're consuming, I think it really does make a difference. So I actually do <laughs> the opposite of what I'm telling everyone to do sometimes, <laughs> which is I will sit in bed for 20 minutes and I will scroll TikTok. But I find that relaxing or watch an ASMR video or something like that. I find that relaxing. I've curated my TikTok algorithm very well, so I don't get a lot of scary things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly like laughing at silly videos and golden retriever videos and yeah. Taylor Swift concert clips. <laughs> so it's it really is kind of relaxing for me. And sometimes it's the only time in my day that I have to just mindlessly scroll TikTok. And that's okay. Um, I think that aiming for progress, not perfection is good. So if I spend 20 minutes scrolling in bed, I put my phone away and then I will, you know, talk with my husband before we fall asleep or we will read or do something, um, have sex, whatever. Uh, sorry, I just 
share that with everyone <laughs> on our podcast. If you're we support that. Like, hey, um, you know, it's just, sex. Yeah. it's, yeah, it's just, it's like a lot, it's a lot better to kind of do whatever helps you relax. And if that's not by the book science wise, that's, that's okay too. I love that. Lindsay, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And now it's time for Better in Five. This is your takeaway of everything we just learned when we wrap it up and drop it right in front of you and make it easy. Number one, reduce your screen time. Or if you can't reduce it, then try and watch things that aren't going to terrify you, like The Omen or Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, try ASMR or porn, you know, relaxing (laughs) things. All right, number two, prepare your body for bed. Make sure you limit anything that stimulates your body too much, like caffeine or alcohol. Exactly. And then prepare your room for bed. Mm. That's number three. So get it as cold as you can get it. I like it to be an ice cube, basically. Get everything off your bed. If you've brought your computer in there, if you've been eating in bed, if your dog's there, just make sure your space is as clean and calm and uncluttered as you can get it. All right. So number four, think about your routine and think about what you might be able to add to make it even more relaxing. So it might be weed. It might be some instrumental music. It could be sex. Um, Just really be intentional about adding something in that'll help. I vote for an orgasm. Yes. An orgasm is probably your number one gift before bed. I would agree. No receipt. Number five, Raj, I think we can agree that what works for me is not going to work for you. Mm -hmm. And what works for you is not going to work for Lindsay or anyone else. So ultimately, you have to decide, and it's all about balance. If having that bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch makes you happy, have it. If having your dog in bed makes you happy, keep him there. Hashtag snuggles. It's all about prioritizing what's going to make your life the best. Choose your own sleep adventure. So Raj, have you been getting ready for bed wrong? Egregiously so, but I'm going to work on it. I'm not going to kick my cat out of bed, but the phone thing stuck out to me. I think on days where I have something important Uh, The night before, I will put my phone away a little earlier. What about you? Yeah, I love the idea of just maybe choosing one tangible thing to change could have a huge impact. So I am not stopping my HGTV addiction. I can't. I couldn't if I wanted. But you know what I can do? I can stop eating before bed. And that seems like a simple thing that maybe could pay off and get me better sleep. Yeah, baby steps. Exactly. So until next time, as long as there are things to get wrong, we'll be here to help you do them better. Sleep tight. Do you have something you think you're doing wrong? Email us at amidoingitwrong at huffpost.com and let us know. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.